If you want to sit on your ass and do jack shit, by all means, go ahead. Mm-hmm. If, if that's what makes you feel fulfilled and that's what makes you happy, go ahead, do it. Yeah. But I'm not going to sit here and take your stupid ass fucking advice of, <laughs> of, of straight up just do nothing. Like that pisses me off. Welcome back to another episode of Real to Real. Today we got the OGs, Nick, myself, Kevin, Joey. Good morning. Love that intro. I was like, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, I got some energy. <laughs> got my apple juice in me. I'm, I'm turned up right now. Yeah, you juiced up? I'm juiced up. Got Nick's a got, I'm, I'm on that juice. Nick's got his OJ. That stuff's so, amazing, dude. Yeah, we got episode 12. We're zooming through these things. We're doing once a week at this point. And today, last week, we talked about self-criticism. Figured we'd flow in. Today, we're talking about self-sabotage. The sabo. Self-sabo. We're saying it like it's such a cool thing, but it really sucks. <laughs> Yo, the self-sabo. The sabo. <sighs> yeah, it's very real. Yeah, so what, what, is self, what is self-sabotage? Someone someone throw a definition at me. Basically, when you do stuff, man, that it hinders your your success and your progress in the future. Like yeah. you're just doing it to yourself. It's taken away from your opportunities, these, you know, your dreams, your visions. It's taken away from all that stuff because you're, well, here's some ideas why. I mean, it's one, it's scary. You know, two, you don't, you're, you're lazy, which I find myself doing a lot of times. So I'm just lazy. I, I fuck this. Like, I don't want to do this. And, and three, I, I don't really have a three, but it sounded cool to have three, three points. <laughs> Dude, three, three is a, ma- three is a magic yeah. number. It's always three. Yeah. It, so it just th- keeps you from attaining your goals. Yeah, basically just self in, self-inflicted wounds, not yeah. letting yourself, preventing yourself from doing what you actually want to do. Yeah, yeah, like shying away from the the greatest version of yourself. I feel like. Right. Yeah. I so like that shying away. So, do you guys think everyone suffers or self sabotages to a certain degree, or is it just some people do it, some people don't? Dude, if one single person didn't have any self sabotage in their in their core of them, like they would be the king of the world. We have endless potential. We're human beings. We have thousands of like kilowatts of power in our brain. And if we can, if we, if we can utilize all that without being hindered by anything, then dude, you're taking over countries, you're taking over nations, you're, you're ruling empires. But just that one li- little ounce of self-sabotage, you're, you know, you're back to where you are. I mean, even like, t- look at who we admire nowadays. We got Tesla, we have Jeff Bezos, even these guys have self-sabotage. Otherwise, they'd be taking over the entire freaking world. Like Bezos, Amazon, the, you have a hand in everyone's pocket. So why not take it further? Yeah. And because he has like that, you know, there's there's always something. I'm sure it's very little for him compared to, you know, us or anybody else like building up right now. But at the same time, you know, they, he's got something. I feel like Elon's on his way to fucking just destroy the world. I hope so, man. He's got a lot. That guy's a unit. He is. He's Dude. a machine. He could destroy it, or he could make he it better. Easily could Who knows what he's going to do? Yeah. Yeah. See, I love see the self-sabotage. Which way he goes. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it does. <laughs> so you think at a certain level, it's kind of innate, it's built in to human beings? I think everyone's born with some kind of seed of self-sabotage. Look at a, look at a baby, right? This baby, it, there was a psychology experiment. You know, you have a baby, you have a glass shelf, and you have another crib, right? This baby's put on this glass shelf, and instead of moving to, over the glass, the baby knows innately that it can fall 
because it doesn't understand the perception of glass. It doesn't understand glass. You could oh, see through wow. glass. So the baby doesn't move. It could either get to comfort or it could just sit there and it just sits there because it's afraid of dying. So innately, it's a, it's a fear thing. So, so you're saying the baby knows that the he'll fall through the glass? Yeah, like he sees the height. It's it's the fear of heights, right? That's mm -hmm. one of our innate fears. And it does, he doesn't know like that there's glass there. When you get older, you know what glass is. You can walk over it or whatever if it's sturdy enough. But this baby will just see straight, I'm going to fall. So I'm not going to even try. I'm not going to put my hand out on it. I'm not going to try to balance myself. No, I'm just going to not. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's the same thing for a lot of people. You just don't. It makes sense. Have you tried that experiment? Have I tried it? With a baby. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't found a baby that's willing to sign a paper. Oh, right. Yeah, that's actually really interesting because I, I feel like a lot of what I believe is more nurture over nature kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I, I, that's an interesting experiment because, like, to me, I don't know if right, like, right when you're a baby, you're sabotaging yourself from the time you got a binky in your mouth. Like, if you uh, want to go eat the dirt, you're gonna go eat the dirt. You're not gonna yeah, like sabotage yeah, yourself from doing it. Crawling around in a diaper, shit in your pants. No, oh, yeah, dirt. I'm sure they're not thinking about you know, the, the consequences of it. Like they don't, they don't even know what they're going to do in the next two seconds, like much less the consequences of, you know, their actions in the next 10 years, five years. But, you know, the two innate human fears is loud sounds and falling. Well, they're, I guess that makes sense because babies cry. Yeah. Like at loud noises. It's a good point. Two so, innate human fears. Yeah. So definitely knew that. And Les Brown talks about that a lot. And I love that. So when it comes to that innate, the innate fears, then you could talk about as well as building on those fears over time. So like as much as you can, you know, it can be taught to you and like enhanced by how you think, feel and and what you're wiring in your brain. Like I'm scared and then you build on it, build on it, build on it. But it's also the same thing where neuroplasticity, they able to fire and wire your brain for new thought patterns and things like that. You're able to change it just as much as you are. Like going on 75 hard, you're a changed man. You know what I mean? So I, I believe it goes both ways too. So innate and then it's built upon your thought processes, your habits, the way that you are, your character, your personality. Right. That that'll probably like determine the degree of self sabotage and how often you do it. Mm -hmm. I think the the nurture side of it will. But mm -hmm. everyone has the innate, I think what you're saying, ability and, and concept of doing it. Like everyone does it to a certain degree is what you're saying, right? Right. You got a good point. To the amount that you reinforce it and say that it's okay, the more you're gonna you know, feel that it's okay to do that, mm -hmm. you know, the more you're going to hurt yourself in the future. That's why in, in our business too, in our fields, like you have a lot, a lot of buyers that are scared, you know, they can have the perfect transaction ever. And because they're, you know, so scared, they're going to, they're going to find every single little, little detail to, to try to rip themselves apart. They're going to try to, they're going to try to back out of the transaction. It's like, you're just hurting yourself at that point. And it's up to us as like the, the professionals to actually say like, listen, this, this is a great transaction. You know, you're in a good spot. You're going to make yourself in a good spot for the next five, 10, 15 years. You know, why don't you, why don't we just move forward with this? You know, if, if you hate it, you can sue me later on. I don't care. But if you love it, 99%, 99, 100% of the time, they're going to love it because you know, it's, it's what they wanted, but because they have this fear now it's like, I don't want to do this. So it's up to us to have to, you know, punish that behavior. It's, it's for them. Mm -hmm. You know, because they, I mean, if they can't do it themselves, they're going to end up screwing themselves over. That's, to a, that's a good way to wrap it into real estate because, yeah. dude, I'm sure we've all had clients who it's like, dude, the inspection report was perfect, mm -hmm. right? Or, or everything's going perfect. You just need to nitpick and find the one thing. Mm -hmm. You're trying to sabotage it. You exactly. know what I mean? So, so would you say that self-sabotage is on the barrier of comfort and uncomfort? Like as soon as like they're on that verge of like being uncomfortable, doing things that they're not used to or like... No, even say like you have this six-figure job offer or whatever, and mm -hmm. 
you kind of are like, you don't have confidence in yourself. You don't believe in yourself. You don't believe that you're worth it. So then you're like shying away, man, well, I shouldn't do this. And you're focusing on all the bad. And then to, to cool yourself back down to what's comfortable to you. So, you know yeah. what I mean? You got this great job offer. You don't believe in yourself. You're not confident. So you're like, man, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm just going to go ahead and work my $50,000 a year job. And this is fine. So I'm comfortable. I'm fine doing this. And then you start making up excuses for yourself too. Like after that, it's like, it's like, oh, I didn't buy this house, but you know, I'm, I'm not, now I'm putting it into my business. Like, yeah, the, like yeah, the shit yeah, I yeah. did, you know 100%. what I mean? Dude, yeah. you will rationalize anything to make yeah. yourself feel good. Exactly. So I do, I do think, um, I do think, wait, what was the question? <laughs> Comfort and uncomfort. Yeah. Oh the, yeah. Yeah. Just like the barrier, the self-sabotage is right there. It's like, do you push past that or yeah. do you, to, to the uncomfortable or do you go right back to what's comfortable? You go back to what's comfortable. Yeah, everybody wants to be comfortable. Yeah. No one likes being uncomfortable. That's innate though. I think. That, yeah. is, innate. that so, is innate. So self-sabotage might go to a deeper level of. Yeah, I think you hinted at it too, like just exceeding what you feel like you're worth. You always cool yourself back down. So how do you how do you make yourself feel like you're worth more? Number one, being around people that are go-getters, that see the world different, different perspective that can be passed on to you. But being around them and like being around you guys, for instance, I see you guys go and get it every single day. It's like it cannot not rub off on me. You know what I mean? If I'm consistently around that, there's no reason. And then I would be the dead weight and you guys aren't going to surround yourself with somebody who's not like that anyways. That's what I think. So getting oh, yeah. around people that are go-getters as well so you could change your perspective and, and heat up your life just a little bit. Were you you know, just we, call yourself dead, dead weight. Yeah, dead weight. Cut him. <laughs> Cut him. <laughs> yeah, Cut that out of that here. Caught me too. I was like, what? But are you asking how you make yourself feel like you're worth more? Yes, be, because I, I think the reason we self-sabotage is because we're doing something that we don't feel like we're worth doing or we're like achieving something that we don't feel like we're worth achieving mm -hmm. so we end up like nick said cooling ourselves back down and finding ways to sabotage so that we don't get it because we feel like we don't deserve it so how do we in order to not self-sabotage how do we feel like we deserve it how do we in, instead of i know some people say like affirmations which i think to a certain degree could work but if you're just saying affirmations but your actions aren't following it that's just gonna put you down a negative cycle like we talked about before. So yeah, how do how do we need to how do we increase our own self worth and what we feel like we deserve? I think building like a certain level of confidence helps with that too. Like going hand in hand with, you know, affirmations, setting your goals. If you're confident, you have a you have a, a goal, like you're gonna achieve your goal. I think. Like confidence is huge. So how do you build that confidence then, Joey? Let's 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 deep dive into this. I see what you're let's asking. Let's peel it. Now. How do you build confidence? Well, like like Nick said, just surrounding yourself with other people who are actually doing it, you kind of get like a step of confidence doing that, right? Because you're surrounding yourself with good people who are doing what you want to do. And just, I don't know, just reading, working out, feeling better about yourself, yeah. like improving your knowledge, like feeding yourself with good information, working out, feeling good. I don't know, eating healthy yeah. just makes you feel like a better person. I'm, th I'm trying to think of it from a point of somebody that's actually like in this like this fear ball like circle i don't know what, you, what the hell you call it just dark mode let's like, give them a get out of the rut plan. exactly like wh yeah. what do you do to get out of the rut so i think step one is a mindset shift like big time i mean it's not I mean, that's easier said than done but you gotta create a plan for yourself you know and it it's not easy to there's no one track of getting this getting to this place of you know, non self sabotage or non fear, but it, it's shift a, your mindset. That's what that's what I'm trying to get to. Oh, sorry, dude. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. Be patient. Dude. Dude. You guys want to step outside? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Hey, my voice. So basically, 
you know, it's not going to be easy, but you have to make that first step. You know, the first step is always the biggest one. So you have to create this plan for yourself, like an actionable plan. If you just say, oh, I'm going to read like in a couple days, like, you know, like maybe like I'm going to finish this book, you know, soon. You got to create like smart goals. We were talking about this in our meeting the other day, smart goals, um, specific, measurable, uh, what is it, attainable, uh, realistic, and then time bound. Time bound. So set, set a goal, set a goal for yourself, even just one. I need to go out, meet three new people by tomorrow in a random event. Builds confidence, goes back to Joey's point, builds confidence, gets you out of that fear state of being locked into yourself, allows you to explore the world. I think that's one of the best things you can do is just go out and meet people, just see people. Even if you don't meet people, just go out to three different locations and just people watch. I think just getting out of your own personal comfort environment, your comfortable environment, that itself is going to go and take you a long ways because now you're seeing all these other people making their stupid mistakes. You're like, fuck, like, I, I mean zero. I mean, I mean literally nothing in this grand scheme of the, the world. So speck of dust, speck of dust. Yeah. That's what For it comes down to. a short period of time. Yep. Yeah. I think self-confidence comes from recognizing, you know, where you're at right now. And I always say this and I fully firmly believe in this is you're like, okay, what would my best Kevin be? I'm going to write out exactly what the best Kevin would do today. I'm going to write out his core values and things like that. And I think that's a huge first step because I mean, if you don't have like an action plan of where you're going to go or a map to where you're going to go, you're just going to drift around. I mean, like they even say like, you know, you could have the best captain of the ship in the world, but if he doesn't have a map of where to go, he's just going to drift around. And so self-confidence comes from keeping the promises you make to yourself. So mm -hmm. I think that's big too. And like little goals, like you said, just win the day, focus on that. And that's it. Yeah. And I, from personal experience, like the way I'm looking at it, is like talking about how you're you're gonna self-sabotage if you don't feel like you're worth it. Like if I, I'm gonna self-sabotage myself from selling $10 million, $10 million worth of houses this year because I don't feel like I'm worth it. And I don't feel like I'm worth it because I'm not taking the action to, of someone that would get that. So I think the only way out of it is like you said, getting around other people who are taking action and just from the root of it, like taking action towards that. You can't sit, like, I can't sit here and tell myself I'm going to sell, tell, send, sell, ton. I can't sit here and tell myself I'm going to sell 10 million. I'm going to sell 10 million. I'm going to sell 10 million. Dude, why can't <laughs> yeah. I say that? Because your mind wants to say 12 million. No, it's because I'm self-sabotaging <laughs> myself because I know I'm not worth like it. I don't take the action to sell 10 million. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you so, don't feel like you deserve it. I know. Right. And that that'll self-sabotage me from getting there. So I'm not going to take the action. So I think the only way out of it is by actually taking the action and being around other people who are taking the action to raise your internal thermostat to where you actually believe that you're worth that. So you mentioned a few things there, like relationships, you know, your future. Do you guys think there's levels to this shit? Like, do you think there's different levels to self-sabotage? And do you think it can sometimes be good at a certain degree? Mm. I don't know. I, I guess the innate fear. I mean, the reason that we have the innate fear is to keep us away from danger. So that's the only good that I can see from it. But as far as anything else, I think self-sabotage keeps you in such a like little comfort zone, like paradigm where you just live and kind of do the same thing and get the same results. You really got to break through that. So I don't know. Not like that. I, I'm like before even asking the question, I, I couldn't even think of like a, a good way that it can work out. But I like that. Because it, it's like that fear it keeps you safe, you know. Yeah. But it, from a growth mentality, it keeps you hindered. And the most anxious I've ever been in my life and the most not 
feeling worthy that I've ever felt about myself was when we first started with Greenlee and I was so overwhelmed with like different things that I was not making the calls. I was not doing the things. I was not doing the things that I knew I needed to do. And I felt like I didn't deserve any of it. So until I changed that, until I had that mindset shift of I'm going to do the shit that I need to do and no one can say shit about it because I am attacking the shit that I need to do. I deserve this. It built confidence. It built this swagger about me and it made me feel like I got this. You know what I mean? It's a completely different feeling when you feel like you earned it. And that delayed gratification is so much better than, you know what I mean? Sitting there and, and one foot in, one foot out, as you kind of explained. Mm -hmm. yep. You're like, no, man, I'm doing the shit that I need to do every day. So fuck anybody who has anything to say besides it. There you go. I like that even more. Yeah. That's how I felt. Oh, yeah. I guess the looming question here is how do you build that... Uh that does that so that deserving aspect of yourself like how, how do you build because i've been stuck in that like i don't deserve this shit for like the past 24 years like i i do not deserve this like i what, what like why am i here why am i getting all that i'm getting like i don't deserve it i don't deserve it i think that's like it comes from a humility standpoint you know for for the most part like my parents were always like you know we don't deserve this but we're grateful so i i guess like to what degree can you feel like you don't deserve something before it becomes self-sabotage like can it be like a like a humility standpoint where you're just like like thank you for everything that i have but you know i i haven't been working my ass off that sounds like self-criticism yeah more than anything mm -hmm. like you criticizing yourself of feeling like like you don't deserve it but i think it comes down to the person too like some people just take 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 and think they deserve everything in the world and not do shit but other people like us think that, you know, we get all the all these things and think, wow, why are we getting this? Like, we're just grateful for it. So I think it just, it's just the two types of different people mm -hmm. that comes down. To dude, we need well. a gratitude pod. Maybe we a Thanksgiving gratitude, gratitude pod. That's, oh, that's a good one, actually. Idea, dude. There we go. Damn. Yeah, because I mean, that that's like a layup right for that. Yeah. Like we I feel like we could definitely go half hour, hour on that for, for sure. sure. Yeah. I, I think there was a piece to self-sabotage. And your question was, how do you... Like, is there a level to, yeah, is there a level to, to one, the worthiness and two, how do you start feeling like you're worthy of something? Yeah. So, yeah, like I was saying, man, I didn't feel worthy when I wasn't putting in the work. Yeah. I feel like you have to make it very clear for yourself who you want to be and how you want to do it. And then, you know, as Joey said so awesomely, you know, what are your goals, man? Start with that and then just go ahead and, and knock those out because, you know, if you're like, go out. Tomorrow I'm gonna go out and three meet three people. That's my goal today, and I'm I'm gonna do it no matter else whatever happens. And just that one percent rule, just build on it every single day. I mean, James Clear talks about our atomic habits. It's consistency over intensity, one thousand percent. Because as long as you're like even going to the gym, we talked about the story where he, the dude lost hundred pounds by going to the gym two minutes a day, starting out just like every day, two minutes a day, two minutes a day. But in your mind, you're like, oh, this is what I do now. This is how I do this. I'm keeping the promises that I make to myself. And then you just build from that. It's a momentum thing. You don't have to lose 100 pounds tomorrow. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't have to sell $10 million worth of real estate tomorrow. But reverse engineer and what are the actions you need to be doing every day to get to that point? You know what I mean? That's the way I look at it. So you think when you get to that point, that's when you should start feeling worthy or? No, I think massive action cures everything. Okay. So as long as you're doing the things that you need to do daily. Mm hmm you have to put in the work to feel. I mean, it's it's just the truth. And with our generation, we sit around and scroll social media. We feel unfulfilled. We feel less than. So, no, I think you just need to take action and then move towards what you want to do. Let's your goals. Yeah. I think what begets that is, is like, getting rid of the confusion. Like you said, when you first started at Greenlee, there's confusion. There's so much to do. The fog. 
and you didn't take action until you kind of got rid of that confusion and, and honed in back to what Joey said, like sitting down, planning your goals and figuring out what you actually want to do and then moving forward. Damn. Begets. Is that, did I use that word right? Yeah. Dude, sometimes I, I love when you just drop the shit. He just drops word. his, like, a, you're, you're at the at thesaurus at this point. Like, you're a freaking dinosaur. No, I'm not. Dude, sometimes I'll, like, not know simple words, and then sometimes I'll throw out a word that I don't know where that came from, dude. I've never <laughs> said baguettes in my life before. You're a dog. You're just hanging around. You're getting heated yeah. up, baby. Have any of you said baguettes? No, Probably no, not. Never. I didn't even notice life. that you said it. The only baguettes I said were, like, the, the roll of things. Yeah. <laughs> Bread. I love it. What do you think are some signs of self-sabotage? Like, how do you know when you're doing it? Dude, I think we know when we're doing it. Just like, I, it's I think conscious completely, yeah. I think we ignore it. But you I think, think so? I think, I I think more it. times than not, sure. we had, we know that we're doing it. We just we just try to suppress it. <clears throat> okay, so do you think we ignore it or we rationalize it? Or a little bit of Like justify maybe? it? Yes. I think. Probably sit closer to the mic. Um... I justify it, or I try to justify it. Well, it's cool. I need today off. You know what? I've, I've yeah. lifted five times this week. Yeah. I, I need a rest right. day. It's fine. Well, exactly. that's actual. I mean, you need that. You do need that. <laughs> but know? I'm saying, like, there's certain – with this generation, there's so many days where people are like, no, you need – Nick, you need to sit around all day. Oh, my and God, And just dude. relax all day. I'm like – You work so hard for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just no, it's like, around, no, I don't because our Take goals are easy. different. You know what I mean? It doesn't It doesn't make me better than anybody, but it's like what you want and your limiting beliefs and things like that, that's on you. For me, I pushed past that, and I'm not going back. Dude, can we talk about that shit on that's on like um, Instagram nowadays? Like with, with like everyone's like, oh, you you know, you just need to take a take a step back. You've been working hard. Sweet. Like, shut the fuck up, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, get out of here. You 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 have no idea how big my goals are, yeah. and it's that um it's that superiority complex popping in. But it's like you have no clue how big I want to become and like how much I want to give to the people around me. If you want to sit on your ass and do jack shit, by all means, go ahead. If, mm -hmm. if that's what makes you feel fulfilled and that's what makes you happy, go ahead, do it. Yeah. But I'm not going to sit here and take your stupid ass fucking advice of, <laughs> of, of straight up just do nothing. Like that pisses me off. Kev's fired. That's a yeah. fire yeah. clip right there. Honestly. And mo most of the words that they're saying are just like justifications of their own life. It has nothing to do with you. Absolutely. and it. They're just trying they to make know. it seem better for themselves. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not really doing anything today. I'm just on social media scrolling. Might as well make a video and, you know, post it and make, make sure everyone knows that I'm <laughs> cool and I'm, I'm, I'm doing stuff. Like, shut up. Kevin's fired up. Today. Dude, I hate those. I hate those fucking videos. I'm gonna I got to block every account I see with I'm, that shit. I'm going to send you a video of this dude. My cousins just sent me this morning. It's this Starbucks employee, like, bawling his eyes out. Like, we're down one guy today. Like, I <laughs> About can't working, like, eight hours a day? Shit. Oh, I'm dude, like, I saw that. He's like, that. I'm already seven hours in. I'm like, dude. I saw that. That shit is so funny, dude. But that is kind of where a lot of our generation is. I don't think there are many people that work as hard as, like, the four of us that are our age in our age group. There are a lot of people that work hard, but I don't know, man. It's just different. Different. Our parents' generation was. Our way parents' different. generation, like I was gonna say, like that. That generation is just a freaking workhorse. The yeah. what boomers and all them. Yeah, but boomers then they the, don't. They don't have the big vision. They're like, get a good career and then work and then maybe do like a side job and make eighty thousand dollars a year and be happy. You yeah. know? And there's nothing wrong with it. Once again, it's just like, but we have the vision in our age because we see other people successful around right. us. I think exactly. Like I, w I wish for them they could they could have seen like that. They could have been exposed more to, to bigger ideas and better pictures, but you know some people just weren't given the opportunity to, to be exposed. First of all, so I get that, but yeah, they're they're gener that generation was workaholics. Mm -hmm. Like they'll sit here and th I see what they mean now when they're like, "Oh, you kids don't work hard anymore." Like I see that shit because like now Gen Z's popping up. I guess I'm part of Gen Z, 
but Gen Z's popping up and it's like these kids are fucking soft. Like they're they're crying over their iPad or some shit. Like you know what I mean? Like they're it's, crying over their iPad. Literally, dude. Kids love iPads. I know. And dude. YouTube, like any little cousin or kid I've seen, they're just glued to that. They just YouTube, dude. It's so YouTube, yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. You have to ask these kids to go play outside. It's we were all outside all the time. They had to ask me to come in. Day. I know it's crazy. Yeah. You know? Dude, like if you guys wanted if you guys wanted to go play like capture the flag or something, I'd go play with you guys dude, right now. And a hard like, like kill the carrier up. or something. Oh my kill god. We can yeah, we can go run it. I would love Fuck, to go. Dude. Yeah. Atomic. Like, what a different generation. I know that stuff was so fun. Like it's just gone. Yeah. How do we tie this in? I don't know. Well, we, we were talking about just you were asking me about conscious and is it just you justify it or not oh yeah yeah oh, oh the yeah, justification yeah, yeah, yeah. which it's 100 percent. you're fully aware <laughs> at least i am me too like i was sitting there i'm like oh fuck yeah, should be doing something should be doing something else it. but i deserve this yeah see i'm gonna take that stupid stance of i think it's a little bit of both because yeah. <laughs> because i do think that like you make a good point you are aware of it i do catch myself giving giving like excuses and like justification like i'm not buying this house right now because you know i'm investing money into the business or some other shit which i could i mean it, it's a good excuse but at the end of the day what do i really want kind of both but is it like a hindsight 2020 thing i, I do think it is it is subconscious though to to an extent okay it, it's so weird to like say both but it's i do think it's subconscious because you know if you're it's like the operant conditioning thing. Like if you're rewarded for doing this stuff in your in the past, like you're gonna be wanting to do it more right mm -hmm. now. Like if it keeps you safe and you're happy with being safe, then you're gonna keep being safe. Mm -hmm. You know, for some people, their visions aren't aren't huge. That's fine. But if you're gonna play it safe, you're gonna play it safe. So it's subconscious for them. But for us, we're noticing that shit because it's like we want something better. And it's going back to that self-critical thinking. Like you need to think to be able to grow. So if you're not able to do that introspection and understand, like, I'm self-sabotaging myself, then you're not going to be able to break out of it. But you do notice other people doing it. So I think it's a both. Dude, because we got to have a segment, one sec, Joe, that's just psychology segment. And we just let Kevin say as many terms <laughs> that relate to what we're saying <laughs> as possible. Hindsight bias. I love it. Nick, Nick said in hindsight, you said in hindsight what? 2020. Oh, hindsight, and that's not 2020. psychology. That's just like... Yeah, you got a couple of good ones too. You got a couple. Of Begets. Bombs. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking about <laughs> like past podcasts. You're, you're talking to a man who has like two million likes on a video or views. Yeah. Shut, Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> what is it higher now? Gotta be. We talked about it. Too much. Did you deserve those? No. That's why I stopped making TikToks. <laughs> Shut up. I didn't deserve all the fame. <laughs> Notoriety. Love it. Yeah, you did. I know you check that shit every day. How many views do I have? I don't check it at all, bro. <laughs> yeah, but to tie it in, I think as far as the justification, like we've all not not fully gone into something so that whether it's conscious or unconscious, if it doesn't work out, we have an excuse as to why it didn't work out, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's because we didn't go all in on it. So it's just a way to justify that. But I, I really think everyone does that to a degree. Like they leave a little in the tank so that they have the ability to justify and back out. Like they have an excuse if they don't if they don't make it if it doesn't work, you know what I mean? That's a good point. That's a great point. Yeah, it's like that backup. It's you're not all in at that point. You think? Do you ever think anybody's ever all in? Yeah, dude. Like Mike Jordan, he had he had to be all in. 
Yeah. Or are you saying is he like ninety nine point nine percent? That's no. That's what I think. I think, I think he's <laughs> the reason he is where he is because he's all in. Like if he wasn't, he'd probably like he's so mental and in that like focused state that if he didn't become great, he probably would like his life would just crumble into pieces. Yeah. Like he'd be broken because he doesn't have an excuse. Like he went all in. Or could he have been better if he was actually a hundred percent all in? I don't know. I think he's pretty obsessed. Yeah, I think yeah. he's pretty. Can obsessed. you really be all in? I mean, everyone's got a dark side. That's that's, a, that's exactly what I'm asking. Like, can you actually be all in? Yeah, like, I think you can be as all in as you can be with balance, though. But I think yeah. if you're so full, I think if basketball was his like absolute every single waking, breathing second, he would have lost his love and passion for exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So. Right. So you got to find that balance. So that's I'm just asking for the viewers that are like that feel they need to be all in for, uh, into something just to you know get the most out of it. You don't have to be. I don't think. Yeah. Well, the only reason I say Mike Jordan is because the book Relentless. Like, all mm -hmm. he talks yeah. about, it's his trainer who spent so many hours with him. All he talks about is Mike Jordan's mentality, Kobe's right. mentality, like, of how they were all in. Like, work-life balance is a myth with these guys. Yeah. They're, they're work-life out of balance. It's just straight one thing is all they care about. Yeah, Kobe so. would train, like, three times a day, too. And yeah. that's different, man. But make time for family. But he didn't have any friends. It's a lonely road. Yeah. So that's expected, but I mean, how do you, how bad do you want it? And what's it going to take to achieve it? It's all, that's all it comes down to. It comes down to just, you don't have to be an extremist. No one's saying that, but you know, definitely push past those walls of the uncomfort. You know what I mean? Right where that barrier, you just got to go past it, double down at that point and keep pushing, keep going. Mm -hmm. So if you really want it. Now, here's where I think some self-sabotage is good. If you do go all in. <laughs> Now you're shutting out some things, some parts of your life that, you know, that you want to be in, mm -hmm. you know, you're going all in on your business. You're shutting out some friends that you really want to be by. So in a sense, that's, that's sabotaging your relationships, but to a degree it's helping your finances and it's helping your, you know, your future. Mm -hmm. So is, I guess it's a self-sacrifice instead of a self-sabotage. Join, join us next week for self-sacrifice. Uh, yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> it's all about Just kidding. No, I love it. No, I get that for sure. And I, I don't think it's self-sabotage at that point because it's not really preventing you. Like, you've already excelled and you've already achieved at that point, but you're more so just talking to yourself. Just being like, look, man, I, I don't want to lose myself in all the success. Mm -hmm. I want to be around family. And I think that's just your morals and your standards that you're always It just always depends what you keep. want. Yeah, yeah, there's multiple variables. I mean, it's not like, it's not a sprint to success. It's like, there's variables, there's morals you know what i mean things like that yeah so, standards for sure anyway guys thank you for tuning in to episode 12 of real to real podcast hope you guys are enjoying it so far stay tuned for next week where we talk about gratitude Love that. take it easy